Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Hello everyone, I hope you're excited today to be with me. I'm excited today to be with you. We are going to start out this morning talking about storms in our lives. And oddly enough, there is a storm going outside of my home. The rain is falling on the roof and it is a very comforting sound to me, oddly enough. I want to speak to you today about storms in our life and why do we need storms in our life. I have to tell you that I'm comfortable with storms. I actually grew up on the Tennessee River, a little uh, lake off of the Tennessee River, and I remember huge thunderstorms rolling through the valley down there where I lived. They would hit the lake and it would just be incredible, this huge downpour of rain. The clouds were so dark and they're billowing. They were the big puffy clouds and the wind would just move the clouds around until they took all these different shapes, right? It would bring the clouds kind of crashing together and you could see the rain pouring out of the clouds sometimes and then it would hit the water and disrupt the water and it was just an amazing experience to me. And sometimes I remember when the big storms would come through. It was those big, huge, scary thunderstorms that could potentially be a tornado. And we would all huddle in the hallway in a really small ranch, one-story house that had three bedrooms. Yes, three bedrooms. There were four kids and three girls and one boy. So, of course, my brother got the one bedroom all to himself. But anyway, we would all get into the hallway and we would hunker down, just kind of take our pillows and our little blanket there. and and sleep. Dad would go around and check the perimeter of the house and make sure the windows were open in case there was a tornado and do all the precautionary, you know, things that he needed to do. And then he would come and join us and we would be there in the hallway. But I remember just laying there and I would listen to the wind and rain and I would listen to how the wind would change against the house. Every time it would hit the house, the wind would take on a different sound, right? The wind would move the rain in each direction. And when it did that, it would hit the top of the roof in different ways and create this very melodic sound, right, that's going against the house. And you're in there just taking everything in. I was scared a little bit, but at the same time, I was in awe of the storm because it was just so big and so out of control and so incredible. To me as a child, that was fascinating. Well, I have to tell you, you know, fast forward to life now as a mom, uh, married with four children and a fake therapy dog, my little dog Hershey. I got her when my first son went away to college. And I tell you what, that dog, she is not a good therapy dog at all. (laughs) She steals my Chipotle chips and my food. She is not a good therapy dog at all, but she's fun. We love her. I want to ask you a question. Are you comfortable in the storm? For me, it's a place that, oddly enough, I felt at home in. It was kind of calming to me because of the experience that I had growing up on the river. I always liked the idea of what was happening during the storm and in the aftermath of the storm. 
here are a couple of points today I want to share with you as to what I have experienced when I go through the storm. And I hope that some of this resonates with you. One is a good cleansing. It's when I'm exhausted and overwhelmed and stressed that I feel like the world is caving in on me. A lot of times I start getting that very antsy, anxious feeling of, you know, the storm is coming on and I'm being covered in the day's failures, disappointments, successes, and experiences that I've had throughout the day. All of these things I come home with and I feel like the world is laying on me and it's smothering me. I can't breathe. And I just need to have that gone. I need to get rid of it. So how do you do that? What is your method? One of the things that I used to do that was very symbolic for me when I would get home, I would immediately wash my hands. And it was the feeling of washing my hands with that water that made me feel at ease. And it was very thought provoking in the aspect of I'm washing away anything bad that happened in the day that I don't want to bring into my home that needs to stay out there in the world that doesn't need to be a part of me anymore, right? So it was a symbolic gesture for me to wash my hands and wash the day away so that I could then go on and interact with my kids and my husband and be who I need to be at home. Wouldn't it be so awesome if we could just turn on the water and remove the things in our life that we don't need, take the things out of our heart that are holding us back, tying us down, and preventing us from moving forward in the storm. I still want to be in awe of the storm. Now I realize that that cleansing that is needed in our hearts, of course, as you go through through it, it's not fun. It hits close to home and we have no control of it. I know what you're thinking because I would be thinking the same thing too. Of all days, here comes the storm. I didn't bring an umbrella. I don't have a raincoat and I certainly didn't wear my rain boots. It gets messy. You're standing in the storm. You're soaking wet, cold, and you're having the worst hair day ever because the wind has totally disrupted your hairstyle for the day. Nothing is off limits. It's truly after the storm that was the most fun for me as a child. I loved to go outside and find every mud puddle I could and just splash around and jump around in the mud puddle, right? It was the best thing ever, especially if you could splash it so high that it would actually come back in your face or better yet, somebody else's face. It was awesome. And it seemed like the air was easier to breathe, like it had been renewed from the storm. There are so many things that change after the storm, but it is required. If we don't receive the rain and the downpour and the cleansing, how can we grow? How do new opportunities and blessings take root into our heart and into our mind if we do not get a good cleansing every now and then to wash away and uncover the topsoil of our heart so that they can permeate down inside and take root? Every now and then, a good cleansing is needed. But I'm not going to lie, the storms can get very crazy, right? When you're in the storm, you can't see the other side of the storm. So you don't know how it's going to turn out. There is chaos in the storm. And oddly enough, I will tell you that right now, this evening in my home as I am recording this, there is a lot of chaos. We just got back from basketball games. My husband was across town an hour away with our other son in a wrestling tournament that lasted from yesterday all the way to today. They just got home this evening. We finished up eating and everyone is trying to get a shower and their baths. And I've told them that they must be quiet so I can finish this podcast. So there is chaos in the storm that you cannot control. 
my only uh, hope now is that they all get done and get in bed by 9.30, so we'll be good to go for tomorrow for church. But the chaos in the storm is just part of the storm. I've had a lot of experience with this, and many times while I'm going through the storm, I have, in fact, regretted my behavior or some of the things that I've actually said. I know, I know that I am supposed to be this person who says, okay, I have a lot of faith, everything is going to be fine, I know God's going to get me through this. And I am supposed to react from a calm, secure, faith-based place in my mind and in my heart. But sometimes that just doesn't happen. It's okay. It's part of that learning process, right? Most recently, we needed to take one of our children to the hospital. Our child had an anxiety attack. Completely unplanned, as most are. Unless you're like me and you're such a control person that you actually schedule your anxiety attacks to happen on Thursday afternoon, after lunch, and before the kids get off the bus. This way it doesn't interrupt my weekend. So for a mom who suffers from anxiety as well, having this experience with your child is just like adding fuel to the flame. I'm fully surprised we both didn't end up in the emergency room that night sharing a room. And I have to say that when we left the hospital, I did not react well. It's like, you know, as mamas, we hold everything together for the kids. We're going to move forward. We got a plan. Everything's good. But as the emotions start to rise up in us from keeping everything bottled up and listening to all the opinions of what you should and shouldn't do, when you have a moment to yourself to be vulnerable, and you let your guard down, those emotions flood to the top. It's like the dirt that is torn up from the earth in the middle of a storm. You're displaced. Your heart is carrying you away. You're thrown off course. You don't really know what's going to happen. Sometimes you feel like you're shaking. You know, just like in an earthquake, it's shaking you to your core and you don't know when it's going to stop. And it feels not good because you are out of control of your physical reaction of your body because of the stress and the anxiety that you're under, right? This stuff happens. And I want to share with you that I was kicking the dashboard, screaming, and completely put into an emotional state of fear. And the reason I was afraid was because I was out of control. At this point, there was nothing else I could do for my child. Even in my mind, as I was screaming and thinking it, I knew that it was unrealistic. I suffer from anxiety myself. I know that there are medications and things that are needed sometimes. Even as I logically could think it in my mind that, well, of course, you're not a doctor. You can't help him. As a mother, I am crushed because I cannot help my child. I was out of control emotionally. When it's about your spouse or your kids or your parents or someone who is really close to you and you love dearly, the storm hits a lot closer to home and pierces your heart more deeply if it's someone you love dearly. I wish I could say that I did react well in that situation, but I did not. It's part of a learning process that I'm still going through. That's all I can say. And I'm human, right? As a mom, I'm going to protect my kids as, as much as I can. And sometimes you fall apart. When we're in the middle of the storm, even when we feel like everything is falling apart around us, you can still have peace and grab onto that peace. Even in the chaos, I promise you, you can. Because you're not alone. This will take practice, though. Hopefully what will happen is you can hide God's word in your heart. And when these moments come up, you can recall his words and focus on that and meditate on that. The promises that he has given us that he will never leave us. And you'll be able to move forward while you're in the storm much smoother because you know that someone's fighting with you. They're on your side and he's never going to leave you. 
And I will say that even though I like the chaos around me sometimes, I don't always enjoy the chaos within my inner circle. But like I said, there is a part of the chaos and the storm that is so familiar to me because it was such a part of my childhood that I can look at the storm in a different way. And what has happened over the years is that I have learned to embrace the storm much better. I think when you embrace the storm, even though it's hard and even though you know that there is nothing you can do to control the situation, you still try to embrace it because you have the hope of change. You have the hope that you will see something new from a different perspective and the hope that this will clear your path so you can see the direction you should be going and walking in. I know it does sound crazy that someone with such anxiety issues could sit here and talk about embracing the storm. However, this is the best way for me to be able to ride out the storm while holding on to the peace I can find in the chaos. I'm not good at embracing the storm every single time. But I have to tell you, not all storms are sent to disrupt our life. Sometimes they are sent to clear a path. Have you ever thought about that? When the storms in nature hit, like the wildfires we have that run rampant in California or the ones they're fighting in Australia now, the path of destruction to us just seems so overwhelming. It is something that is completely devastating to the areas when these things happen, so I don't say what I'm going to say lightly. But when the storm comes through, when that fire comes through and it clears a path, have you ever noticed that after the fire is done, there is new growth? That everything that has burnt up, that goes to ash, that is laying there on the ground, will be used for new growth. What I have usually found is that me, like most people, are stuck in our own ways. We're stuck in our own way of thinking. We're on our own path. And it's very difficult for us to look forward a little bit and say, wow, there's got to be this blessing on the other side of the horizon. There must be something great that God has waiting for me because I'm going through so much at this point in time. And, you know, sometimes I'm going through so much at the same time and it's so chaotic that I'm ready for somebody else to have to go through some storms, right? So I'm like, you know what? You can move the rain cloud today. I think there it's time for somebody else's lawn to be watered. I'm good here. Let's just take a break. For me, it's so much easier to help someone else with their storm. I'm definitely a fixer. I love to help people. So for me, if I see someone going through a storm, I can identify the problem, map out a plan, set a course for how they should take action, and give them step one through 20 to get themselves out of this storm. But guess what? I'm not in control of their storm either. So it still isn't going to work. My plan for their storm may not help them, just like my plan for my storm may not help me. I need something more, something solid to lean on because I alone am not able to fix my storm. Have you ever wondered why God lets us go through the storm? Some things we can only learn in the storm. Sometimes our heart can't be vulnerable enough unless we're in the storm to really catch a glimpse of what it is we need to learn. There are times when he is using the storm to draw you close to him. We should not lean on our own understanding. We control nothing. He has the plan. And there are many times in my life where my lessons, I had to learn the hard way. 
because I'm such a control person. He really wanted me to lean on him and not my own understanding because I had no clue. Other times, the storm isn't even for you. It's for someone else watching you go through it. It's to teach them a lesson somewhere, somehow, that they need in order to progress in their life. Not everything is about us. The storm won't last forever, but you know that after a good rain, everything grows unless it's washed away. And if it is washed away, let it go. There are things in this life that you do not need to hold on to. There are things in this life that you are holding on to that will not let you move forward. You can never get to the place you're supposed to be and on the path that drives you to your full purpose if you are unable to learn the lessons to prepare you for those next steps. You can't hide from the storms. The only thing you can do is fix your eyes on him and lean in. So if you do find yourself in the storm and you're confused, hurt, angry, don't know what to do, I encourage you to embrace the storm. Lean on him for understanding and ride out the storm. You are not alone. He has so much more waiting for you on the other side of the storm. God's with you. He is going to be with you through the whole thing. We don't know what's waiting on the other side. But I do know that everything I go through, there is purpose in. There is meaning behind, even though I cannot understand it or comprehend it right now in my mind. And I have to have faith and trust that everything is going to turn out for good. Well, I certainly hope by now that you have learned a little bit more about storms in our lives. Why do we have storms in our life? Sometimes we just need a good cleansing. There is purpose and meaning in the storm. We learn from the storm. We need to allow the cleansing to remove the things that we do not need in our life anymore. The chaos in our storm can be helpful. It can make us focus and steady ourselves against it. We know we can't control it. And sometimes we can't control our emotions and responses to the storm. Remember, it's okay. Practice your responses. Try to focus yourself in the middle of the chaos and hold fast. And I sure hope that you can learn how to embrace the storm. Let it rid you of all worry and doubt, frustration, anger, hate, all those things that can take root of our heart and block us from being able to fully grow and learn and receive the blessings on the other side of the storm. Change with it. Move with it. Be flexible, but embrace the storm and lean on him because we do not have the understanding. We cannot see what our future holds. Only he has the full picture. So walk in faith and trust that he knows when the the storm should come and what the storm holds. I hope you've enjoyed your time with me as I have enjoyed my time sharing my thoughts with you today. Have a great week and remember to be you because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you. I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.